Hi everyone, I'm Lucas Mack and welcome to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution where inspiration and purpose come from treating people like people and nothing less. Today, I get to bring to you my brother, my friend, my, my fellow warrior of love and goodness and, and helping people heal in this world, Brad Ballard. Brad is the owner of Ascension Leadership Academy down in San Diego, the academy that I've talked about numerous, numerous times on this podcast about emotional intelligence training. It's a place where when you hear me say that for the very first time I could breathe air, it felt like that was down at their program. I'm so honored to bring Brad on. I had his wife on many, many, many episodes ago, Jenna, and I'm honored to have my brother Brad on. Brother, how are you? I am doing great. First of all, thank you for uh, thank you for having me on here. It's yeah, this is uh, awesome. We jam, we jam on a bunch of different topics all the time on the phone, so I'm glad to you know like to to see what we come up with today. <laughs> you know, everyone listening, um, Br- neither Brad nor I have discussed what we're going to talk about, and that's the beauty of I find I really don't know <laughs> that is what? the beauty of professionalism. <laughs> you know, let's let's start with <clears throat> let's start with hatred no i'm just kidding um, <laughs> well i love that actually we didn't come up with something because i think at this time in the universe where we are right now like nothing's been planned so no. it's this is a befitting of what we're going through and it's it's truly like what is coming up in the moment because i think that's what so many people are dealing with right now is is truly like there's no game plan for this there's no like who can i ask for this right right like that doesn't exist. That is um, that is so apparent on social media because <laughs> when people are trying to look for answers or posts, uh, here's what I you posted something that I read and I thought, cool. It was neutral to me. It it was neutral as all information is, whether you agree or disagree. It's just information, and I read it. I'm like, okay, cool. Man, there was a firestorm of yeah. There were some that disagreed with you that that was neutral. <laughs> there are some people that disagree, and I was talking to my wife this morning about about something that perhaps we can dive into. When Donald Trump won the election, this is a theory. Everyone listening, this is my theory and hypothesis because I'm always looking at how did things happen the way they happened? Why did things happen? And what I'm saying is most people were shocked, including myself, that Donald Trump won. Me too. And there was a report that came out that missing ballots recently that he might've also won the popular vote. Who knows? I don't know if I can't validate that. However, he won the electoral college and he's president of the United States. But here's my thought. And I would love you to get your thought because your post and other people's posts in the comments and the anger and the, the, the energy that's being brought to the threads made me think perhaps because certain individuals don't want to explore all information, but they're, they're attached so tightly to certain information. I don't mean left or right, or I just mean people get attached to a, a vein of information. And then what I'm watching is a complete shutdown of any like, hey, have you thought of this? Or Hey, maybe we consider it's like, wham, it's the, it's the heavy hand. Perhaps that people have created an echo chamber 
unbeknowingly, that is why they were so shocked when Trump won. We, have, we are silencing voices to make ourselves feel better about our threads, our feed. But then the reality is we get shocked when, wait, what is going on? How did this happen? What do you think of that? I mean, I'm just a Yeah, no, I think, you know, whether you're, I love that you said that, you know, this has nothing to do with which, whichever your political side, yeah, on, left, right, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I, I think what, what we are seeing and what we saw is the addiction of being right. Mm. And what we do as human beings to reinforce our pre-existing beliefs. And I think what you were touching upon with the election is largely, uh, largely mainstream media leans left. Uh, outside of Fox News, most of someone, neutral to left. Someone who came from the news was a journalist for many years. Yeah. That, that's pretty much fact there. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think if anybody remembers at the time, it was pretty much like Hillary is won this already and yes. it was won in a landslide. Yes. And I think most people that were seeing that, this goes back into the reaffirmation, awesome, I'm right. But additionally, we as human beings tend to, once we have our, our needs met and our beliefs met, we tend to stop. Mm. And we don't continue with the actions that, that have us produce results that have us be right. It's easier when we can just produce comfort. Mm. And I think a lot of people took the news as face value and said, cool, I don't have to vote. Um, and went with it, ran with that narrative. And, and thus we had the results that we have. Now, fast forward to today, when, when we are in massive, massive amounts of fear, we look for constants. We look for things that are, are not changing. We look for a foundation, whether that be in thought, whether that be in environment, mm. we look for things that don't change. Well, right now we have an enormous environment of fear. And an enormous environment of things changing rapidly. So people are looking for anchors and they're looking around. Their job may not be here or it's gone or it's now Zoom and virtual. Um, you know, their dynamics of their relationship may have drastically changed because both parties are home now. Uh, you know, their, their, their normal lifestyle, maybe the kids went to school, now they cannot. Everything that about what made us that, uh, you know, for me personally, uh, I, I didn't know I had a kitchen because I eat out so frequently. Uh, and you know, that has now changed. Yeah. But I think when you look at all these things, what are people going back to? It's my beliefs. Mm. And they want so desperately to have a foundation. And if they can find at least some soul, it's in my beliefs haven't changed and they don't need to change. Now let me collect evidence oh. of that. So I'm going to go to Facebook where I can find uh, my friends who think just like I do yes. and, and, and get the, the affirmation of, oh, okay, they found, uh, they went to the University of YouTube as well, and they found the, the, the video that affirms what I'm thinking. Right. And then anything that is breaking in that right now, because we're resisting change so badly, I think yeah. that anything, any, any thought that may be different than what I'm thinking, we're defending like crazy right. against, and, it, and it's leading to further fear, further discourse, and, and, and more separation. And that's, we've got enough of that, enough right now with this isolation. We, we do, you know, it's interesting. I, I saw someone post, you said, you know, University of YouTube, and I, I thought for a second, well, isn't every mainstream media also on YouTube? So we can't just throw YouTube. At totally. Because I had someone say, I've, 
everyone, if you're afraid of information, then you drive people who think differently to other platforms. And if you want that information to change, you have to present a better idea, not mm. shut them down. Because when people look at how did my family, you know, we're Jewish family, we, we come, how does Germany, which gave the world the freedom of the printing press, freedom of religion with the, the Reformation, Austrian economics, which led to capitalism, um, Bach, Beethoven, Mozart, the most brilliant. Uh, yes. How does that thriving liberal place, which was the truest liberal country at that time in first centuries, hmm. turn into the machine that became the Third Reich that said, you are in and you are out? How does that? Yeah. I mean, I think if we had an answer to that, we, we would solve a lot of wars. But I, I think it goes back to they, they were coming out of a, a war decimated economy. Yep, um, the Weimar Republic. Yes, yep. And um, you know, people want a lifestyle that is better. And that's, that, that is not a, a mean or that is, is no different than you and I are both parents. We want a better world. Yes. Yes. for our kids. Yes. And if there is something that is being labeled as the problem by a, a source that you've known nothing but to trust, right. uh, which you know, largely I, I, I think most people trust at face value, large stream media. And at that time they definitely did. We didn't have yes. any other, any other right. means of dispersing news. That's right. Um, it all, it all made sense. Okay, great. We have a problem. Let's mm -hmm. fix it so that we can have a better world. And then that's where it stopped. And I think a lot of times that happens right now today is what is going to lead me to a better world? Cool. This is the problem. I have found the problem and I'm going to go fix it. Now, what has become the problem is when your news just becomes an echo chamber of the same thoughts in any any narrative or any thought that doesn't fit down this path is being discarded, then that doesn't work. Uh, you know, it's, we have to be, we have to be willing to look at the nature of human being yes, and, yes. and, and what we, what we've done throughout history and what we tend to do. And look like you and I can and talk about this and go deep. And I don't want anybody to think that we, you know, we're ready to go up with Ted Kaczynski and build a shack in the woods. Cause we hate the government. That's not the case. Right. So, uh, we love our, 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 our freedoms and love this country and what, what is provided for us and the life that is provided us and the opportunities provided 100%. for us. Provide yes. us to do this right now. Yes. And our government has a, a rich history in providing narratives at the time that are definitely the opposite in in a certain amount of time, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Um, and I wrote, I wrote something about this and it was talking about, you know, you and I are the same age. Yes. And I remember around you know, Thanksgiving or Columbus day when I was in elementary school, we'd get our scissors, we'd get our construction paper, we'd get our crayons and, you know, and we, we'd make the pilgrim hats yes. or maybe we'd make the native American headdresses right. and then we'd all bring in food so we could learn what a cornucopia was. And we'd have, <laughs> a Thanksgiving dinner because Columbus, who is a Spaniard, not an Italian, right. came over on the, on the three boats, landed on Plymouth Rock, and then they and the Native Americans joined and they lived peacefully, happily ever after. Right. 
Well, maybe not. Yeah, uh, perhaps yeah. the opposite. <laughs> yeah, maybe that didn't happen. Um, right. And then, right. so as as history came by, we learned that that definitely didn't happen. Right. And then, and then, and it's like we go through the cycle where, oh well, it got better. But fast forward to literally last week, when it was, if you believed in UFOs, you were basically like a tinfoil hat wearing weirdo, just some yes. crazy person. Right. Last week, the government comes out and goes. Yeah, actually, those were real, and they've been there's real for three, a very, very long and here's time. Three videos, there's three examples. Yeah, uh, just I mean, because they're cool videos, and uh, we think maybe we could show these without it being too bad. So, why wasn't that narrative shared? Because think about the like, there, there's this theory that says if man had never seen birds, would have we come up with the idea to fly? Mm. So, extrapolate on that. If man had seen UFOs and said, okay, that's possible. And based on the technology that we know about, that is not possible. So we need to reinvent everything on how we're thinking because that can happen somehow. Right. So let's go that and go back to the, you know, back to the five minute mile before it was like, that is impossible. Oh, so good. And it happens. And within a month we have 10 of those. So, information like you said is not dangerous not dangerous no it's and and it provokes really good thought and it provokes people to go look okay i can understand how this is counterthinking and one i'm willing to look at that or two no here's the evidence about which i came about that thought right which has me do that so let me educate you on my line of thinking because it might open up something for you and that's what's being shut down right now. It's like people don't want a new line of thinking. They don't want to be elastic in their, in their way of viewing things. Um, and it's okay to go, look, based on the information, I thought this was my point of view and I did the best that I could with what I did. And that's how I formulated this. But now that you're presenting new facts and new ideas to me, I no longer think that way. That's that right. used to be called learning. That's right. That's right. I mean, like, that's what we all went to school for. We had a, a, a limited level of education that brought us to that point. And somebody who had studied far greater than us presented us with new facts, new ways of thinking, knew that. And we went, great, cool. I like learning new things. Yes. Now we got to a certain age where we're like, I don't like learning new things. I don't like anything that challenges everything the way that I think right now. No, it's wrong. Hmm. And that's not a good place to be in. It's not healthy. And one thing that I've learned since coming out of um, ALA and just my own observations, I there are, and I just released a video of a keynote talk I did a few years ago, and I talked about living gray in a black and white world where I was raised living black and white in a gray world was the way to go, that it was this or that and and all that. But the reality is our gray matter between our ears dictates our actions, thoughts, all these things that we are actually never a polarity, but we can walk towards one or another. And one of the things that I've been talking about is we must throw out this narrative of Democrat, Republican, uh, liberal. It's, it's silly. So dumb. The only polarity that should be observed as where we are heading as a species is, is it healthy? or unhealthy. And that's a good argument and discussion to have. Someone could say, I think it's unhealthy when, if people don't, you know, vaccinate or whatever. And I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I can gladly sit 
with an anti-vaxxer and have a really beautiful discussion with them and then walk away and like, cool, that was what they thought. I still love them. I support them. But what I'm seeing is like, it is so viscerally not tolerated yes. to discuss ideas. And when that happens, that, that, if anyone wants to talk about eroding our humanity, forget AI and cyborg technology and, and you know, all these metaphysical opportunities when you cannot discuss an idea, you are you have demeaned your own humanity. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm seeing right now. And how? What do you think of this, brother? When people, like you just said, people learn information and and they it stretches. It's almost that people are afraid to be alone, or, or my thought is, or my observation is, it seems like people are just afraid to stand alone. They need a whole bunch of people around them, like, like a gang mentality. Like, you know, we believe this versus yeah. like, man, what do you think? I don't know. Yeah, I, I think we, that goes back to the, the social construct of which I believe human beings are in that we need tribe and we need, we need people around us. And it's the affirmation of my thoughts in the people around me that have me believe I am a part of something. I'm a part of group. And I think when, when thoughts are challenged that I may not be part of a group and that I may be ostracized and I may be pushed out, uh, it, it does something to us, I think, at the, at the fundamental human level that brings about a fear. You know, we, we say that the babies are only born with um, two, two fears, and that's uh, fear of falling and fear of loud noises. Mm. But I truly believe that there is also the, the fear of abandonment. And I think that is, that is something I, I, I truly believe we are born with. And any, any parent that has had a baby that's sitting in a room long enough, they, they start crying uh, for needs. And I think that fear of abandonment really, really uh, is something that is deep ingrained in us that we, we do not want to try to do this world alone. And when thoughts are being challenged that are challenging an identity of a group, I think it triggers a, a fear inside of us that, that, that is, this is challenging my group and therefore challenging myself. And it's a fear that is irrational. You know, it's a, it's a fear that is, is not real, but our, our, our subconscious or just years and years of evolution have brought us to this point to where we don't want it anymore. And we need to get back to understanding that our current line of using information to create separatism is, is actually pushing us further into that fear. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it, Republican, Democrat, it's stupid. Like, what do you believe in? It's okay to believe in, in multiple things that are considered party decisions. Like you can be pro-human and pro-capitalism. I know many, many entrepreneurs That's, are. Um, and some you know, people say, some pe I've listened to arguments that the most pro-human thing you can do is capitalism. Yeah. And, 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 and you can either way. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. You know, and you can be, you can be like pro-love and pro-guns. You know, yes, and it's, yeah. it's, I mean, there's, there's so many things, but we've gotten to the point where it's like, you've got to be this or this. And, and, and there is no, you can be this and this, or you can love this, this, and this, and 
have it not be any part of your identity because the second that we're just like, if you're not with me, you're against me. That's an incredibly dangerous way to walk through this world. And I think we've seen it with so many levels, you know, look back just to back throughout history with starting with religion and then race and then now ideologies. And it's just like, that is, how long are we going to go as a human race being like, if you're not exactly like me, you're against me right. as opposed to realizing like we're, we're, we're one species. Yes. We're one planet. Amen. Yes. And more than ever. Now we have the ability to share resources and share ideologies. And we've got, there's 7.2 billion people on this planet. We've got a lot of really, really, really smart people yes. on this planet that if we start sharing resources here, we're going to solve a lot of really, really, fundamental problems and that's going to allow us to evolve into whatever's next i i think us working together food would not be a problem uh uh, water would not be a problem fundamental human basic needs right with our technology and the way that we have that should not be a problem anymore right really it just shouldn't this is so good you the or i did um i've talked about this many times it's the power of and over or and yes Someone mentioned to me a couple of weeks ago, they said, I started listening to your podcast and I hear you say, and all the time. So I'll say this and, and I keep it going. And they said at first it really frustrated me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't say, but I say, however, and unless I want to say, but sometimes I will say, but to completely counter what I was anyway, he, we were, we were laughing. This guy started listening and he goes, but now I get it. If you say, and you keep saying, and it's an additive, it's an additional, we can look and explore. And, um, I made him laugh because I, I just finished the satanic Bible yesterday. Read it. <laughs> uh, love it. <laughs> and what people don't understand, sapiens, uh, you know, uh, how to change. I've read all the psychedelic books and Christian classics and the Quran I've read and Jewish safers and, and socialist books and capitalist books and Matt Kibbe, Hostile Taker, all. I love reading it all. First of all, because I love people. Mm-hmm. I want to, the only way I, for me, find that I can have compassion and empathy for another is if I really understand where they come from. Exactly, yeah, where, where, where's their point of view? What have they been raised on? What is the lens at which they're seeing life through? And right. if I'd been raised in the exact same way, wouldn't I probably be doing the exact same things that they're doing? Okay, I said that I, I, that is a fundamental belief that I've held on to for probably since we met. <laughs> if I grew up in your shoes, would, you be, would I be any different than you? And if you grew up in my shoes, would you be any different than me? I truly, and I will make this statement to everyone, I believe that not one human being can honestly, intellectually, and objectively, with pure honesty, say yes. I I would not be different than Donald Trump if I grew up in Donald Trump's house, nor would I be different than than Michelle Obama if I grew up in Michelle Obama's house. Meaning, when we judge someone, say I'm better, how dare? Look, you don't know their path, so have yeah. compassion, have empathy. You can disagree with ideas but have the skill set to articulate a better idea, not go against an idea. And I find so much of what's happening in social media is everyone wants to go against something, 
but I rarely hear the person speak for what they are for. What's their platform? What's their campaign uh, slogan? Where, what, right? So. Yeah, and, and it's it's certainly a lot easier to go about that way because then you never have to like put skin in the game and say, this That's is good. who I am. Because the second you do that, then you have just opened yourself up for the arrows as well and that's said, right. this is what I'm all about. And that's, and that's scary too. So yeah, practicing compassion mm. uh, it is, is such a difference maker when it comes to relationships. And you know, I know you talk about it uh, because it's a, a big part of your platform, mostly with men, yes. but understanding that the vast, the vast majority of human beings have, have gotten through some sort of trauma yes. in their childhood or in their early teens or just recently, some sort of fundamental trauma that changes the trajectory of everything. And start seeing people and understanding them that that is something that they all have. Yes. That is likely, more likely than not, that they had some sort, unfortunately, some sort of abuse in their childhood. And if if you are someone that's listening to the show right now and thinks like, well, I didn't do that. That's not it. Thank God that yeah. didn't happen to you. And you yes. are in the minority. And, yes. 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 And, and, and start understanding that, okay, like the way they show up, the way that, that it's likely a, a trust wound from long ago that is being triggered right now. It has nothing to do with you. So hold some compassion and hold some neutrality in that so that they can get over that fear in the moment and, and redefine, okay, I can trust this person in front of me. Because the second they come in with, I don't trust this person as the default, and then you show up as the boogeyman in their eyes, you're just affirming that I can't trust this person and then you, it's done anyway. Mm. So compassion is such a big, big need for human beings in this. And when we can meet people with that and understand that like, this person likely has a lot of things that they're not showing or telling me right now because they want to show up with their best version or they don't want to carry that baggage around, right. which, which is amazing. Um, but this is likely what has led them to be in this point because humans are awesome. Yeah, they're humans awesome. are awesome. And awesome. People are great. Give people the opportunity to, to show why they are great, and they often do. Spend some time and curiosity about what makes yeah. this person in front of me special, and they'll reveal it. And every person that I've come to that, has, that I've given that space often reveals something that you would have never guessed, that you could have never seen coming, and you look at them in a different light and go, man, mm. that is amazing, and you are amazing. So thank you for being who you are. That's so good. That's so good. You, um, you know, my story and I was talking yesterday, I had someone, someone private message me, not wanted to get on the thread and said, I am uh, complicit in murder because I posted something that I am essentially killing. Yeah. Pretty intense. Uh, and, um, so what why i'm gonna read i said he goes um i said thank please don't use that rhetoric with me i said the freedom of speech is our first right in this country if you want that change please begin a petition to change that that's what i said to him like don't don't attack me if you want to you want to have only certain classifications people skin colors wealth thoughts ideas 
eye color. If you want to say only these people, voices, thoughts, and opinions can be heard, then please create a petition to change the amendments of the United States Constitution. But do not attack me for standing for your right to say whatever you want to say. And, and he said, his response was, it's not rhetoric, man. It's truth. If someone ah. stumbles across this video and thinks that this is all a hoax and no big deal and tells their parents and they go get infected and die, then your post and sharing of info led to their hurting. We all have an important role to play. Free speech is truly great, but it can't be left unchecked. I truly know. So aren't you kind of arguing about, isn't they, he arguing the same thing that you are? That things going unchecked is bad? Yes. So, so freedom of thought is good and check what, and do your research, look things up and yes. express what you have found. I think yes. you're on the same argument. He said, I'll pray for you that you open, that your eyes will be open. And I said, pray away. So will I. May truth abound. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for with me. I want my eyes more open too. Please pray that my eyes are more open, that I'm more awake, that I'm more able to process, think, articulate contemplate and sit with something new yeah that's the fun of life uh <laughs> yeah it's it's amazing what what fear has us do yeah. where where we go with fear where we go with trust uh and that and those issues were long before yes. uh, covid19 um that 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 happened long ago this is just another example of uh, another opportunity, I would say, uh, to to see where where do you want to go when given an obstacle, when given right. an opportunity, uh, because there's a there's look the, despite what uh, a lot of media would have to have us believe, there are definitely people and businesses thriving like never before right now too. Yes, and awesome, fantastic. Yeah, right. that's hopefully we're finding a new way to do things yes. You know, yes, and and seeing like, wow, because I was pressed into this, uh, because I was forced to find a new way, right. I did, right. and I, I went about doing things. And now what I just, I just hope is through all of this, that we as a world, we as a, not just as us, but as a, not as us as a country, but us as a world, I hope we see that there is a different route and that we can do things differently. Hmm. Because if we have this time off and this massive amount of change worldwide, and we go back to the exact same way of doing things, or worse yet, double down on the exact way we're doing it, you know what, we as a species have just proven we don't, we don't, we don't deserve to be here. Hmm. And that, yeah, that, you know what, like, and, you know, you had this pause to learn yeah. you've seen some things that really, really work for the environment. Um, you have, you've seen some things that can work for human beings and you've seen some things that don't work and now they're being even highlighted even more. Uh, you've seen that, you know, isolation and disconnect and pushing people away from other people doesn't produce really good things. Um, it is a way to prevent virus from spreading, but what it does not do is present, prevent fear. It does not prevent mental illness. It does not prevent isolation. So the feeling of disconnected from purpose, the feeling of, of loneliness and, 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 and that I, I really want to be around others and can't. Um, it's, it's shown how much we, we truly need mm. each other. And if we can start looking at that and then saying, you know what, uh, I don't just need 
my, <clears throat> to take care of my family. I don't just need to take care of my friends. I don't even just need to take care of my country, but perhaps by just this desire to view this as I can support people anywhere yeah. on this earth. And let's do that. I mean, heck, like Amazon can get anything anywhere basically within 24 hours. Right. So let's do that. And, right. and, then, and, and then start working toward how can we as a group, I mean, we're on Zoom right now. And I, I think whoever, like the Zoom people, uh, awesome. Congratulations. Yes. Because what you've, the tool that they've been able to provide for all of us right now in, in keeping connection, uh, just another example of what's possible when people get to think outside of the box and where yes. we're going. Yes. So to your, uh, to your new friend uh, that disagrees <laughs> with everything that you're saying um, yeah. and, and that, uh, yeah, this is, uh, new ideas are good. Yes. New ideas uh, and, and, and new ideas and new thoughts are good. Uh, yeah. they, they may lead down a road where we go, okay, now I'm seeing where this may not be where we want to go, stop, but at least we've thought down this road and now we know. Right. That's good. That's that, that is, oh, that's the world I want to live in. I want to live in where we see, like you said, we see ourselves as a species again, where it, we would think it's, it's odd. I've seen it. I grew up um, when I was younger in a farm farming area and there was this albino deer. This is the craziest thing. And sadly got hit by a car probably like 10 years ago and died. But, um, there for years I'd see um, an albino deer out in a cow pasture with with um, dairy cows and it lived there and we'd drive by all the time out in Arlington Washington anyone uh, if you remember that um, but it's odd it's odd to see a different species hang out with another species you know and and usually they're YouTube sensations when you see a a, a bird and a cat that are friends or whatever. <laughs> And what I think is odd about humans right now is we don't see ourselves as one species or, or that's been lost somehow that we're not all in this literally together. And I posted something the other day, again, someone was, everyone has a counter, which is totally fine because I'm not saying thus saith the Lord from me <laughs> to all humanity. I just said, uh, united we stand, divided we fall. The irony is when we fall, we all fall together and we all land on the same surface and people are like billionaires don't land on the same surface as me and i said you're right they don't <laughs> no i'm not arguing for yes billionaires are no way what i was saying is man if we don't see ourselves as a species of human beings on this planet boy that's that's also if i'm this is man the african wherever country or origin they are, the, the Amazonian, the, the European, these aren't Europeans, Amazonians, Africans, Americans. These are human beings. People. <laughs> They're people that just want to be loved and affirmed and held and said, everything's going to be okay. And you can do it. You can have a better tomorrow. You can have a great day today. Yep. And they're trying to do the best they can with oh. what they've got. Uh, and that's what I know. Um, <clears throat> As you know, but uh, listeners do not, uh, I just recently had my first child. Yes, I was going to ask about how it's changed your perspective. Yeah, uh, You know, what the definite perspective that it changes as a parent, uh, you just want their life to be good and you just want them to be happy. 
And that I'm willing to bet a lot on is what every parent, I don't care where you are on this planet. Yes. When you have a child, you just want them to be happy. You just want them to giggle. Yeah. Uh, you want their life to be good. Yes. And you know, I don't care where you are. <clears throat> we, you want that. And yes. it, that, if we can get back to that basic human need, I, I think, I, I mean, I have a firm stance and I'm willing to argue about this, that borders are not helping us right now. Mm -hmm. They served a purpose back, back when they were established mm -hmm. uh, because it's supported in, you know, things like distribution of funds, distribution of resources, uh, you know, information spreading and supporting people in, in some sort of, controlled environment on how we're going to get around and doing our day to day. Right. But that is gone. I mean, corporations have eliminated borders. They don't operate within borders. Exactly. So we don't need to do that. And I think the quicker we start trying to figure out a way to eliminate borders across, uh, across the board uh, and, and supporting each other and saying, I can solve that because really like, uh, as I live in San Diego and 20 miles south is, is Mexico, uh, I mean, are, the, are those people fundamentally, fundamentally experiencing a different world than I am in terms of resources and everything? Yes, but I mean, like, it's like weather, people, like thoughts, ideas, emotions. Uh, yeah. yeah, no. No, it was, it was interesting because, I mean, my friend uh, who was who in Puerto Rico uh, was expressing this. It was like, it's a good thing that we have that U.S.-Mexican uh, US border so that the virus doesn't spread over that. You know, and <laughs> it's like, you know, it's, it's things like that, that if we can just get back to being humans and in, in supporting one another, yes, things will evolve in, in a great way. Let's... Let's get out of this. Like we have, we have more food on this planet than we need. Yep. I mean, more like, and, and without having to just completely destroy non-renewable resources, yep. we have the ability to do that. Yep. We have the ability to, to shelter right. every single person on this planet yes. without just decimizing our, our, our planet. Right. And, and that's not saying that we have to do it in a complete like socialism to eliminate work ethic and eliminate drive and eliminate yes. that because that's part of human being too. Right. And we can do that. Oh, it's so interesting. You, you just sparked this idea. I've not thought of this before. Competition is good for anybody who's listening. Like competition is great. It we is, thrive on it. It is great. Oh, um, this is interesting. So, you, I think, were the first guy that I had um, encountered that talked about the earth so much. And I didn't grow up with that narrative in my worldview. It was not inserted in my life. And what I, the only um, experience I had of earth was from politicians who I've always felt, I've always been leery of and like the Al Gore narrative, all these things. Coming from the media, bro, I could tell a story about you that makes you look like the most vile human. I can, I can, I can interview every person that hates your guts, and yep. or Speak I can make you say that I can make you look like Jesus. I mean, seriously, whatever. My point is, I've always been very leery of like mainstream narrative. But you, when I met you, we talked about the Earth, and 
it was in a, it was, uh, how do I describe this? It made me curious. What do I not know about the, why don't I love the earth? Why am I not connected to the earth? Like I heard you talk and I loved how you talked and it was beautiful. And so I since have dove deep. I've become so hippie. I put my hands on trees <laughs> and ground and like, <laughs> it is incredible. I'm not kidding. I was on a hike six months ago and I felt this, what I would tell anyone without qualifying, I felt like God say, go lay your hands on that tree. And I'm like, okay. And I did it. And I started crying, not because I'm hippie and like Dan, I, I just felt like I heard something. I was obedient to some sort of calling. I did it. And I just felt connected. <laughs> that is the craziest hippie story I'll ever tell probably on this podcast. But my, my, the idea that was just sparked is most people who are concerned about the environment probably live in big cities. Yep. Probably see the actual uh, stamping of s- too many people. But this earth, I mean, God, we've all flown in airplanes. Huh? We fly over the earth and, oh, no people, no, be- no civilization, no nothing, no, no, no nothing. All of a sudden, boom, city. And yep. I have this beautiful vision of the earth where perhaps this planet becomes like avatar if we spread out and not spread out to we but to be in harmony and synergy with this ecosystem that we really have abdicated our right as a species on this planet to be part of mm-hmm. we, we've lived it we live in high rises we're unconnected from what dirt feels like, what ground and soil feels like. And what made me think of this is when you're saying food, I watched a video that this farmer dumped, they're dumping all these onions and they're dumping. There's so much food. There's so much. I think it's just, what I'm saying is there's just more information than just what we see in the environment around us. And may we all seek out more information. May we all look at like, what if we all spread out and lived? and learn to grow our own food and harvest our own food and forge our own food, that would change immediately. Yeah. And, and I think for some people that path uh, is, is it, it needs to be fostered and people getting mm-hmm. back to the land. And there's other people that their gifts is, is seeing how new technology can support us in that goal yeah. of, of yeah. making a better, a better world. But yeah, you know, I, I think the, the fact that, yeah, that we are one, that we've got one planet and yes. this is, we've got one home That's it. And, and we need to start treating it. And you know, where, when you talk about a worldview and why I know your know, competition is good and where it can drive and where it can lead to is, you know, I, what was not lost on me was, uh, the world cup. Mm-hmm. And, and in 1992, I got to go to my first world cup cool. and I saw people of all nations, and all over the world come together to support their team. And outside of the stadiums, everyone's hanging out. Everybody's excited because it's this, this one unifying idea that everybody can get behind and go, God, I love that. It is amazing. Mm. And they go inside the stadium and then they are fiercely fiercely invested in their team winning and it's us against them we are going to win until the game was over and then they went out and then it was another universal party 
Mm. And I saw that in 92. And then I was lucky enough to go in 96. And then I saw, or uh, sorry, it was a 94 and then 98. And mm. I saw these things and I was like, this is possible. And this yeah. is just one idea with a bunch of adults playing a kid's game. Like yes. it's, it's, we're yes. just kicking a ball around. Yes. And that is, if that idea like that can spread, there's others. And we've seen it over and over again. Look at people at concerts. Right. Nobody gives a shit whether you're Republican, Democrat, straight, right. gay. Nobody cares. You're all here for this universal love of an idea that sparks yes. some vibration or feeling within you. And you're just ecstatic to share that and spread that with another group of human beings. And <laughs> anybody that's been at a concert, you all know, like, why is a concert so much better live? It's because of the human beings around you. It doesn't sound better. It's not going to sound better than the crisp, clean recording that you can get on your TV right, right. in an amazing surround sound. It's not going to sound better, but it is so much better because of the energy you can feel, the bass from the amazing speakers mm, that are just going yes. through you, everybody bouncing at the same thing, and, and yes. just that vibration that's spreading throughout the crowd. When you start getting like goosebumps and everybody else is, is doing the same thing and what that causes across, you know, like 40, 50, 60, 70,000 people right. all in harmony, all on the same frequency, all on the same beat. And that is, is just one example of, of things that we can do as a human race. And, and what if we are in concert mm -hmm. with our fellow human man all across the world on ideas, what is possible? And that's, that's the world I want to live in. That's the world that's I want to live in. See. I want to live. That's it, brother. That's it. Um, how can, how, tell me what's going on with your business. Everyone, please, if you're listening to this, I went to Brad and Jenna's leadership, emotional intelligence training. It radically changed my life. To say that actually is an understatement. I felt like I, if there ever was one, had a born again experience down there because I was shown unconditional love for the very first time by a group of strangers who didn't judge me, qualify me, ask me what my beliefs were before I came in. They just said, what pain are you experiencing? Let's get it out and let's heal and let's get a vision for your life. And let's, you know, it was just so beautiful. So brother, how can people... Uh, find you guys. I know obviously this quarantine, the trainings are not, are not necessarily happening, but I know you guys have so much to offer. So how can people connect with you and, and get plugged in? Yeah. Ascensionleadershipacademy.com is where you can find us or ALA San Diego uh, because ascensionleadershipacademy.com is quite long. So uh, <laughs> ALA San Diego is the easiest way to find us. And 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 my wife does a lot of uh, she does certainly a lot more social postings than than I do. So Jenna Phillips Ballard on on social media, she's powerhouse. So everyone. Um, yeah, it's, she shares thoughts, and I, you know I want to you know thank you for the shout out. Um, but truly, what I think what what we what we believe in and what we go for is truly everybody has a vision for their life and they want it to be a little better. And if there's anything that's getting in the way or holding you back from it becoming a little better and you living your passion full out, let's eliminate that, whatever that may be. And that's, that's truly what Jenna and I stand for is whatever you are passionate about, go for that, go do that. And I hope at, you know, to put a period on this, 
if you in this time, if this needs to be your your wake-up call, if you have been praying or whatever, saying universe, God, higher power, whatever, if you could just give me a sign to pivot and to get out of this, like you have called forth a pandemic. So congratulations. That's how powerful <laughs> you are. And if your life was not fulfilled, if your life was not satisfying, if you were simply surviving your own life, use this time to pivot. Use this time to go in a different direction because if anything has proved, you can do everything right. You can do everything conservative. And something like this can happen and will happen and you can lose it all. Like yeah. there are people that have been with a company. They've been with it and they've stuck with it because they're loyal. They may have not liked it, but they're saying I'm a loyal person yes. and I've got my 401k and I've done that. And then they just got laid off a month ago. So you've got one shot at this life. Live your passion. Go for it. Do what lights you up. Because the money will come, the money will go. That's not going to change. The people in your life will come, they will go. That's not going to change. But one thing that you have every day and that will be a constant is how you view, how you perceive, and how you feel in your own lifetime. And nobody else can dictate that. This is solely up to you. And the second people realize that, the second they realize that they are the sole uncontested author of their own life, mm. and they start treating it as such your life will be much more fulfilled. And from that fulfillment, you get to spread that. And when we have an entire, an entire family, then an entire friendship, and then corporations and businesses and countries and world, all operating from their highest vibration, we're going to have a better planet. Amen. Man, my brother, thank you so much for coming on today. You Welcome. Know, I love you. I love you so much. You know it. And I love Jenna and your beautiful son. And Thank you for just being awesome. Well, thank you for having me on, Lucas. Love you. Love everything that you're up to and what you're creating. And you know, when we talk about spreading love, spreading authenticity, spreading compassion, you are certainly doing it and leading it. So for that, I honor you. And once again, thank you for having me on. Thank you, brother. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. My brother, Brad Ballard, is such a, a measured voice during this time. And I'm honored that he was on if you are struggling in any way, shape, or form, go check out alasandiego.com. Look up Brad. Look up Jenna. Follow me. You can find me at lucasmack.com. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. What I encourage every single person to plug into is content that inspires you right now, that lifts you up, that creates a greater vision, a bigger vision, a, a stronger passion within you that does not cost unity with another human being but can lift up your life and all lives together so thank you for listening i look forward to talking with you on the next episode my name is lucas mack this is the golden rule revolution where inspiration and purpose come from treating people like people and nothing less i'll talk to you on the next episode